Welcome, everybody, to this next episode of Bits and Bites on Connect, Inspire, Create. I am joined by a wonderful guest, Mish Bondizo, and she is going to touch on as much as we can fit in to our 10 minutes procrastination, intentional productivity, how they all tie together. Mish, welcome. Lovely to have you join me. Thank you so much, Carol. I appreciate you having me on. And yes, I'm from Cape Town, South Africa, originally. (laughs) Uh, we both are. So Cape Town is a wonderful city with beautiful beaches. Just have to put that in there. But I'd love to tell you a little bit more about Mish before she dives into procrastination and intentional productivity. So she is a productivity coach, a writer, and a fellow podcaster. So I hope that you will tune in. I'll share links to her podcast in the show notes. And she is a consultant. Her focus is on interrelationships between creativity, productivity, and the well-being in our digital business world. So, so important. Well, I know that your focus, as you say, is helping all of these people find and develop more mindful approaches to their work. And so that is just something I feel is so dear to many people's hearts at the moment as we try to develop that balance and make sure that we enjoy what we do and managing that stress. So, I know, and I love this, your coaching and training is grounded in the concept of intentional productivity. So I hope that we're going to be covering this all. Mitch's podcast is called Creating Cadence. And as I said, I'll have the link for you to be able to listen to her podcast as well. Are you a morning person or an evening person? Well, I was an evening person, but um, I've very recently changed my tune and I'm back to being a morning person, which I'll talk about in a minute. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. Quick introduction, because I don't want to take up too much time. I'm Carol, your accountability coach, helping women who are starting a business and feeling overwhelmed find simple systems for their marketing and time management. Mish, I would love to let our audience know just a little bit about you. And I know that we shared that you're originally from South Africa, but what has inspired you recently? So what's inspired me recently is actually that early morning start, which we were talking about a minute ago. Um, I typically wake up at about 6.37, but I'm writing a book at the moment about intentional productivity, and I wanted to create more space in my day to be able to do that and still have a leisurely morning routine without it kind of impacting on everything else that I have to do in my day with my client work. And for the last six months, I've been trying to build a super early morning routine and I've been failing at it. But as of last week, I'm now getting up at 5 a.m. every morning. And what has inspired me to do that is a book that I read recently that my sister recommended called The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And uh, he's written a couple of other books um, on well-being and so forth. So he's quite well known in the personal development space. And I think it was just the kind of the nail on the head for me. The reinforcement that comes across in that book just really helped me cement the principles I needed to institute this much earlier morning routine. And I'm really enjoying it. It's helping me to fit a lot more meaningful things into my morning. Totally relate to that. I love what I can get done and that little bit of self-care as well that you can have available in the morning. Let's jump into procrastination recognizing and taking action. I know we all suffer from that at various stages. So over to you. Sure, sure. So procrastination, we think that we procrastinate because we're failing at controlling our willpower or managing our time. But from an evolutionary perspective, our brains are actually wired to procrastinate. 
um, because we seek our pleasure and safety and we want to avoid danger and threats and discomfort. You know, we've, we're wired to do that from when we were back in caveman days. And so procrastination is actually a mood repair system and it's our emotional response to stress. And it's typically activated when we feel negative thoughts. So if you're feeling bored with the work that you're doing, maybe it's feeling very tedious, maybe you're feeling really tired or you're feeling anxious or fearful about a big project that you have coming on, then your reaction automatically is to move away from that discomfort to find something that will make you feel more comfortable. And then on top of that, in our current world context, we have a pandemic, we have eco-anxiety because of the climate crisis, there's all these economic uncertainties, that is all adding a whole lot of extra fuel to the fire of things that are pushing us to want to avoid discomfort and fear and anxiety. And so that's why many of us are feeling like we're procrastinating a lot more. And then, of course, we also have our little digital toys, social media, etc., which is exacerbating that situation. And the thing is that we're also wired to seek immediate rewards rather than long-term rewards. And I know you recently had a podcast episode about delayed gratification, which is quite interesting. We don't tend to want to do that because we want to escape that discomfort immediately. We want that little hip, hit of dopamine that we get when we procrastinate. And what happens with anything else the more that we do it, the more that we want to do it because we're getting that hit of dopamine even more. But it becomes a negative cycle. It becomes habitual. It becomes built into us. It becomes autopilot. And what happens, like with any other addiction, we try and do it more and more and more to get more and more of the dopamine, but the effect of the dopamine starts diminishing. And the withdrawal that we experience is exactly the same as if we were addicted to hard drugs. With <laughs> procrastinating. <Wow. laughs> yeah, it's really hectic. It's hectic. Yeah, that but that's, that's when procrastination becomes a real problem because wow. it becomes an autopilot behavior. We're not mm. aware that we're doing it, but we feel bad about it when we do. We, feel we absolutely guilty. do. With that guilt yeah. part, I think, and then it just, as you say, it must ingrain in Correct. what you're doing. So do you, what is Correct. the tip to go, okay, I recognize this. Absolutely. Move this road off at a different angle. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is it has a really profound impact on our productivity and the rest of the way that we function. It really compromises our concentration and fractures our focus. So the way that we can help reset our attention is to get more intentional. And there's three ways that we can potentially do that. The first is to get curious. So as you said, you know, how can we kind of think about why we why are we procrastinating you need to acknowledge it and then you need to question what's actually causing you to procrastinate you're opening the fridge door not because you're hungry because you had breakfast an hour ago you're opening that fridge door because you're trying to avoid doing a presentation you're writing a presentation so it's about building self-awareness around when you start procrastinating and the way that you build that self-awareness muscle are through mindfulness activities such as meditation Love that because, yes, that is definitely something that we as a my husband and myself are practicing more of to become it's our bodies are so able to help us heal and contribute so much to the quality of our lives. We have it right here. We it's don't true. have to go, go searching that. Um, but I love what you're saying about your being curious. And I think that would also tie in with putting that little pause into it. But what do you feel? Because I think sometimes we make that project so overwhelming. And with that, we go, I don't know where to start. Uh, do you use mind mapping at all? I do. And I have a couple of different tools and tricks that I use. So in a situation like that, because we will very easily procrastinate when something feels too overwhelming. We want to move away from that discomfort, as I said. 
So it's how do we break that overwhelming task down into something that's more bite-sized so that it's more actionable. And the thing is that we always think that we need to wait for the motivation to come before we'll take the action, but it's actually action that creates the motivation and builds the momentum. So in order to do that, how can we scale it down to something so minuscule that it's totally doable. And the simplest way to do this, and it's something that I do regularly when I'm feeling like I want to procrastinate, is I'll make a list of the top five mini tasks that are involved in starting that task. And they might, and I'll write them down. And they might be really simple, like open a browser, type in the keyword, bookmark the first three links, read the first article. And I'll tick off each one as I'm going through. And by the time you get to the fourth or fifth one, you're so in the zone that you've forgotten about procrastinating and it's much easier to complete the task. And then I take the celebrating. You know, to always remember to celebrate yourself. And so we always beat ourselves up and go, well, there were 15 steps and I only got five done. But if we stop to celebrate and go, wow, I did that. Um, And I guess also the... The timing, boxing it, I'm exploring something now, doing time boxing. I hadn't done that before and putting a limit to the the task. Um, Absolutely. So. I time, time box a lot. I recommend that as well as mind mapping. Um, the time boxing, you know, our concentration w- w- can only really sustain for 60 to 90 minutes at a time. So if you look at kind of scheduling things in those kinds of increments, maybe right. no more than two hours at a time and decide – and time boxing in terms of bringing um, different tasks together. So do all your admin right. in one go, do all your deep work in one go. That also helps, you know. That continuity. Of, that's exactly. Yeah, right. That, um, instead of operating in a very asynchronous way where it's reactive and it's firefighting and you're trying to juggle too many things. And then before you know it, the day is over and you, you, you do, you feel depleted, played with and haven't been able to find the right words. And I think this just says it absolutely Perfectly. My work pattern may differ from yours. As part of my intentional productivity workflow, I only check and respond to emails one to two times a day. But this is the part that I love. I don't expect a reply outside of your normal working hours. And how important is is reminding people, take that pressure off. You do not have to respond to every email. And then also with you working with clients around the world, we're all in different time zones. So, and I interrupted right. you. You were going to share something about your signature. Oh, I was going to say, please feel free. Anybody who's listening who wants to use it or steal it, please do. Because oh, thank not, you. I'm not copywriting it. I think it's yeah. really important that we all set boundaries because that's the first step in being intentional with our productivity. Absolutely. A connection or creative tip would you love to leave with our listeners? Well, I'm a very visual worker, so I like to color code things. And whether it's time blocking in my calendar, what I do for different types of tasks, they all have a different color. And when I look at my calendar in the morning, that gives me an immediate overview of what types of tasks I'm doing in the day, which is really helpful. And it's the same. I use a bullet journal for my planning and I use color in my bullet journal. I don't go over the top. I don't I don't make it a huge artistic endeavor, but I do use different colored pens and I find that super helpful for, it's a very creative way of working and it, I find it assists with inspiration and creative thinking. I love that kind of getting into the flow while you're doing the planning. So, yes. well, once again, Mish, thank you for being a guest with us today. And I wanted to just let our listeners know if you've enjoyed listening to this Bits and Bites episode Please share it with your friends. Give us a like. You'll find us on any of your favorite platforms. And I do want to leave you with three little words, connect, inspire, create, that many of us strive for in our personal and professional lives. Connect with good people. 
inspire others to live their best life and create relationships and opportunities that help lift each other up. Until next time, thank you. You've just heard one of our mindful bits and bites, short, smart, aha moments that we share between our regular podcast series, Connect, Inspire, Create. You can listen to all of our episodes wherever you download your podcasts or at our podcast website, connectinspirecreate.com. This is Trish. My co-host is Carol, and we thank you for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.